Hello, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Roll Dogs Podcast. I am your host, Amir, and I'm here with the other host, Janelle. Yes, you are here with me. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And uh, to keep that rolling. Yeah. It is an amazing day before Thanksgiving, right? It is. We are recording this episode the day before Thanksgiving. Um, so we're extremely excited about jump starting the holidays. Yes. Yeah. Jump starting the holidays. And I feel like with holidays, it's like a lot of trips and stuff involved. <laughs> tell us. No, tell you, us. you tell no. us. No, no. Okay. No, go ahead. Please tell us. Could you? <laughs> okay, because I, I, I'm only really excited about telling this because I'm extremely proud of myself because you know I don't do well on road trips, right? So um, my partner and I were invited to one of his close friends' birthday um, thing, and so it was in Broken Bow, Oklahoma, and so it was. <laughs> can you stop looking at me like that? It was like a three hour. And well, so this is drive. like the first time that we're both actually because we've been pretty busy yeah. this week, you know, with Thanksgiving coming up. So this is the first time that we're both hearing. Uh, more about the trips. Yes, this is the first time. And like I was saying, uh, it was a three-hour drive, and I was bamboozled into driving up there. I did not think that we were going to drive up there. It was late at night. Everybody who knows me know I can't see in the dark. Um, so I was just on a wing and a prayer. Jesus literally had to take the wheel for me to get there. Um, but we made it. We made it safe. Uh, we had a really good time. It was maybe... 15 of us um, in one house. The cabin was beautiful. Um, everything was just really, really nice. Um, I had an awesome time. Um, we had like a wig brunch. So we. And what does that entail? So. What does a wig brunch entail? So basically, um, what it is is we had brunch with wigs on. Um, and so it was hot. As fuck, and I have my um little, I have my little curly afro that I have been a fan of for the past year mm-hmm. and a half. So I definitely had that one last time, one last hoorah before I, you know, put her up. Um, so we did that. Um, it, it was just a all around like really good time. We had a really good time. So it sounds like it was a normal brunch. I don't wear wigs, <laughs> so let's let's correct that. I don't. I am a proud bald head man. Um, so let's let's start there. <laughs> let's start there. Um, but okay, so they have this one friend. He did not stop talking the entire time. Like the only time. I felt like he stopped talking was when he sleeped. And even then, I felt like he was talking in his sleep. But it was just so funny. Like, everything was so funny he was saying that I didn't mind it. But I'm like, this motherfucker has to start. And then he cooked, too. And everybody was like, oh, the meal was so good. And he was like, well, yeah, I accept Zelle, Cash App, Apple Pay. You know, however you want. If it was that good, motherfucker, pay me. Um, well, but did it was you, fun. Did you Zelle? I didn't. Okay. I did not. I did not. 
These these were there. I'm getting to know them. I'm, I'm I consider them friends, but these are Mike's friends. So I felt like you know Mike could pay the man. Okay, as long as you know yeah. someone did. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do have to pay. You know the cook. Oh really? Uh-huh. Oh okay. Gotcha. I think that that's a tradition that we should start. You know, there should be like after you finish the meal, they should come over like an iPad or a screen mm-hmm. and be like the tip. The tip mm-hmm. got you. Yeah. yeah. But it was fun. It was fun. And then um Did you guys do any activities on the Yeah I'm broken back to... trip? It wasn't a broke back trip. I didn't say broke back. <laughs> you did. No, I, I said broken back. You, that's not what it's called. Broken bow. Broken bow, yes. Yes. Um, we did some activities. We played some games. Um, yeah, it was fun. Okay. Yeah. That sounds really good. That sounds really dope. Um, I haven't actually done a cabin trip before. You know, I, oh, we did the, fuck, I don't know how the I color forgot game? The color, yeah, yeah, yeah. The color baskets. So we did the color baskets. I was pink. Um, well, we were pink, um. And I had to find a whole bunch of pink shit to put in the basket. And it was fun. Like, every everybody had, like, a really good basket. Everybody had a really good time. Um, I met some new people, was able to, like, open up, like, not be, like, in my shell, off in a corner. Because I felt like, okay, I don't have... I had people there that I consider friends, but I don't have, like, my friends there, you know? So I was just like, no... Don't do like your normal stand off in a corner, be on your phone, like be open, be engaging, like show your personality. I was able to do that. I was able to have a good time, um, you know, left with, you know, feeling a little bit closer to some people and, you know, getting to know people at this age is always interesting because a lot of us are set in our ways, but we're trying to grow. We're actively trying to grow, actively trying to change. So I was excited that that we went um, and excited that we had a good time. And I look forward to, you know, building more bonds and friendship and, and spending more time with them as, you know, this next year comes up. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's always interesting with those type of trips because obviously there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah. So you're in a house with other people. So mm-hmm. you either have to give the program or like you said, you could either just sit on your phone. And yeah. Disassociate, which doesn't do anything for you. Or right. Or, like you could have did that at home. Right. You had to drive three hours for that. Um, but I think also my fear is like, OK, I don't want it to be like those things where it's like one person feel like they got to be in charge and one person feel like they have to be seen or, you know, these group of people. It was not like that at all. Like everybody was vibing. Everybody was having a good time. It was like uh, a sense of like I could feel their sense of brotherhood. Not like I was an outsider, but I could feel like they have these jokes. They have, you know. and How those people bond together. Yeah. Yeah. You can sense that. And you can also sense that they're welcoming. Like. They had absolutely no problem with welcoming myself and another gentleman who was relatively new um, to that group. Like, kind of, like, welcoming us in, making sure we was okay, asking us if we needed anything, you know, those type of things. So, I had fun. I had a, I had a really good time. Was there, like, a hot tub or anything? It was a hot tub. Um, it was, like, 60. It, it was 60 degrees during the day. But it was, like, maybe 45, 50 degrees at night. So, like, I dipped a toe in a hot tub. But then it was at night, and I felt like we are in... The woods. So I didn't want like a bear to sneak up on me. Okay. Yeah. So I kind of was Valid, like, yeah. I was on guard. Um, did you know the rule about the bears? The one where you have to sit still? 
Yes, like if it's brown, sit down. If it's black, fight back. That's about bears, or <sighs> yes. Okay. Yes, you've never heard of that before. I've never heard of that. Yeah. You know, I I don't really meet too many bears. Um, but you said if it's black, you have to fight back. Yeah. Hmm. Who who um who made those those rules? That's just like people who encounter bears. Like if you show um if you allow the bear like a brown bear to if you're submissive to it i mean it could very well still tear your ass to shreds right like but if you show like you're being submissive it may not like maul you to death mm-hmm. but bitch a black bear it's just going to try like it sounds I'm, stuck. I'm gonna be honest it sounds a little racist well i didn't make the rules that's, I didn't why, make that's why i want to know who who came up with this where you have to, you know, you have to beat the black bear. So, black, brown bears are always in, like, defense mode. Mm-hmm. So, if they if you're standing up, it's like, okay, they feel like, okay, bitch, this is a threat. But if you're not a threat, bitch, they'll leave you alone. Okay. Um, and the black bears, with their uh, ravenous... Attitudes, you gotta fight back. Yeah, so it's. I'm just wondering if it's black, fight back. If it's black, why are we being on the black? If it's brown, lay down. And if it's white, good night. Oh, okay. So if the white bear comes by, you get to take a nap. No, bitch, like you done. It's over. Oh, so the white bear can overtake people, but you can beat up the black bear. No. That's what it sounds like to me. It That's sounds like the white it, bear get here. You you brought it up. You said it was a rule. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a rule because I just had to make sure. Like we did all of our research before we went out there, like to see what. Animals. But did you see any bears? <laughs> yes, we did actually. Okay. Um, now animals, no, but there was some bears out there. The black bears. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I know my people. I know my people. So they was like, you know what? No, not not today. Okay, not today. It's very interesting. I, I, you know, there's all those type of rules of nature that's got like a little tinge of racism in it. You feel like that? I didn't feel like that was racist. I just felt like that was very educational. Well, I mean, for for I don't know. I don't know how I feel about you know beating on black bears. What did they do? No. If it's black, fight, fight back. back. Meaning, bitch, just know that a black bear, like, don't lay down. Because it's not it's not going to, like, it don't give a fuck. Because the black bear isn't educated? Down. No, that's not. That's what it what sounds like. What did you do that's over the weekend? That's what it sounds like to me. What did you do? I don't know about the bear's education. I don't know anything about I don't know what school they go to. I don't, I don't know anything. Hmm. I'm just, I, you know, you always have to look at that type of stuff because obviously, you know. Through a racist lens? Through a you, racist lens. Okay. So you feel like the... Why can't I fight the white bear? Okay. What about the, you know? Okay. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I just saw something on Google and I relayed the message. More like great googly moogly. <laughs> 
Can't trust it. <laughs> well, luckily enough, we we didn't encounter um, a bear, so there's that. Okay. And so, tell me a little bit about your trip. What did you What did you do? What did you have going on? Uh, I went to Utah. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, speaking of white, yes. how was that? We have. <laughs> I was like, I need you guys to blink because it's snowing the ground. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no, so I went to Utah. It was my brother's 18th birthday. Okay. And he picked the activity he wanted to do for his birthday. He wanted In to Utah. Go, he wanted to go skiing. So we went to Utah. Okay. Um, we all flew out there. Me, uh, my mom, my brother, my sister came. Uh, my partner came as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were uh, the people. Out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it yeah. Was, uh, so this was like the opening weekend. This is at like a ski resort out in Utah in Park City. Park City, Utah. What is that? Clo- is that close to Salt Lake? It's about 45 minutes from Salt Lake. Okay, but y'all stayed in Salt Lake or no? No, we stayed at Park City. At the apartment, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, so we stayed at the resort. Um, it was very nice. Like the room that we had. The it, room was nice. It like led out to the actual pool and like the hot tub. So mm. it was like straight from the balcony out to there. And then, um, no, we got our equipment and stuff, got a rental. So I didn't want to pay because the ski classes are insane. They're like 300 something dollars and up. So there's also a thing where you could just like rent, you know, ski equipment and, mm-hmm. you know, go out there. So I was like, you know, I'm trying to save a little bit, you know, right. blah, blah, blah. and I didn't want to do the classes because the cost was adding up. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. I'll just go ahead and get some skis and, you know, try it out. Right. So um, I got up there, and you take, like, a little lift gondola up there, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> I felt like Domino's. <laughs> I fell multiple times all the time. Um, <laughs> I, and, like, those skis are hard, so they keep your, like, legs straight. Yeah. So you can't really, like, bend to get yourself up type of deal so i would like fall and then i would have to take the skis off and then put my foot back in it and yeah that was that was a lot only did it one day because i was not going to do it the second day because they went twice and then um towards the end we were like okay well let's because i was getting a little bit better i was like okay i'm getting my rhythm a little bit i'm not falling as much we're like okay let's take the ski lift up Mm -hmm. why does the ski lift get to the top of the mountain like, I'm on top of the mountain. Like, I'm on top of the fucking mountain. And it's just a dip down. Are you serious? Like, I was about to play... Like, I was about to play Cool Borders. Like, it was about to... <laughs> and I, you know, I was trying to... So I'm at the top. I'm at the top of the mountain where the ski lift takes you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And I started sliding down. I was like, no, 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 no. And I had to, like, stop myself. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I was like, does this ski lift go back around? Can I wrap back around right. and go down? Yeah. Then I was like, okay, okay, okay. Um, and then the instructor came by, and he was like, hey, you know, come on. I'll help you. I'll help you go down the, the hill. It's not that bad. Um, and then so he went ahead, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go right after him. I tumbled down that sucker. Like, just tumble. So then I was like, okay, no, never mind. Um, just take me back down to the bottom because right. I'm not about to do this. Yes, it was a whole ordeal. How did your brother enjoy it? Um, yeah, they did snowboarding. 
Well, he didn't even do the skiing. He did snowboarding because oh, you had yeah, like yeah. an option between skis and snowboards. He liked it. Him and his friend, because he brought a couple friends with him. Um, they went ahead and snowboard. The oh. second day, I heard they fell a lot too. You know. Okay. So, but was his friends black or white? Uh, black and white. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but yeah, we did a couple other things in town. We went to like the little main street that they have. We got a bunch of stuff at stores, stuff like that. Just you know, you know, pepper in the the city a little bit. Yeah, seasoning here and there. Yeah, I think I probably would have just been in the resort because I don't have time. Did you just check to see if that was a sundown town? I surprisingly, Utah's a little. You know, I think Utah, like the whole state of Utah, and there was the other one that's like right above Arizona. Is in that Utah, like right above Arizona? Uh, New Mexico? No, New, no, Mexico, New Mexico is next to. I think it's Utah. Um, it, yeah, it's. Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, and then Colorado. Yeah. But yeah, is it? Because it's like the four corners. I think Utah is like right above it. And then like the other corner, because it's Arizona, New Mexico, Utah, and then Colorado's on the right, upper right. But you know, Utah is more like a Mormon state. Yeah. So they're like really like, hi, how's it going? Yeah. Like, you know, smiling and shit. So, um, it actually wasn't that bad. Everyone was really cool, really nice. Um, yeah, we just spent time running around, eating food, doing shit. It was fun. It was fun, like, seeing my family. Everybody kind of lives in different places. Yeah, and how was it having your partner with your family? Like, how did that go? It went good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Did they say y'all look alike? Um, my aunt did. My aunt came. Mm-hmm. She said that. Um, well, I was like walking her, like walking through the door type of deal. Uh, but yeah, other than that, everything went pretty much pretty well. Like everything went pretty well. We had a good time. Um, yeah, we got to spend time together, all that good stuff. So mm-hmm. oh. it's always nice when you could do that, you know. And that's not your first out of town trip, is it? No, no. Well, that sounds like fun. I'm mad I missed it. Um, I thought me and your brother, your brother was better than that, so I thought I would have got an invite um, to it. I thought we shared a little moment over our love for the same TV shows, but I guess when you you know you get 18, you start feeling like too cool for school. He said you were busy. He said you yeah, were he was busy. Right. He was right. I was I was so. a broken bow. Um, and I probably wouldn't have enjoyed skiing. I probably would have ruined the whole trip for everybody. It's one of those things like. Because at first, I wasn't even going to do skiing. Um, but it's one of the things you just got to hop up and do it. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have the proper clothing. Because um, <laughs> that was the one thing. I was like, I don't have a thick enough jacket. Like, I should have um, Yeah. So, I was getting snowed on. <sighs> well, okay, I'm not going to say that. But um, it's good that you had a good time. You got to see your family right before thanksgiving um speaking of i know we talked about thanksgiving a little bit earlier um so with the holidays coming up what are you tell our listeners what are some things you're thankful for what am i thankful for that is a a great question um i'll allow you uh, allow you to go ahead and lead the lead the answer okay so as we are talking this is a Current events, right? Guess what section, um, with it being the holidays. Thanksgiving is actually my favorite um, holiday. I love Thanksgiving. Um, 
And I think, like, one of the things I guess I would say I'm thankful for is just the opportunity of, like, being here, like, being present and being in a moment. Like, because not a lot of people... Well, I shouldn't say not a lot of people, but as we go day to day throughout, like, the, the year, you see so many, like, RIP statuses. And, oh, my God, I can't believe this person's not here. And I can't believe, like, you know, I wish so-and-so was here with us. You know, like, stuff like that. So I feel like it always gives me the opportunity to be like, you know what? Even if the year didn't go as I had hoped for it to go, as I had planned. I'm still here, and I don't know how long I'm going to be here. So I may as well be thankful that I have, like, this moment. And I may as well be thankful for the things that I don't have either because I can't miss those things if I didn't have it. You know, like, so I try to just be... I feel like Thanksgiving is the only time that I actually think rational. Like, I actually think, like, okay, like... Yeah, you could have, you know, uh, you could be a millionaire, right? I could have hit the mega millions. I would have liked to do X, Y, and Z. But I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head. I have friends and family that love me. And I have the opportunity to just be me. So I think that's the, the one thing that I'm thankful for. Okay, so you're thankful for Thanksgiving. Um, yes. Yeah. And thankful, as you said, thankful for still being present here. Yeah, still being here. Still being able to give thanks. Come on, Tisha. I think we... (laughs) I think we lose track of that. (laughs) We lose track of that, like... Because everybody... And and I don't want to go out on on a tangent, but... So many people that we know we come encounter with have had a rough couple of fucking years. Like a lot of people have had like, you know, when when I say rough, I mean like, well, bitch, I'm not about to go into detail. Just like a rough year, right? And I feel like a lot of us as we're maturing, we're getting older. Our insurance is kicking in. We go on a therapy. We unpacking shit. You know, it's and it can be like unpacking like your traumas and stuff like that can be like emotionally taxing. And so I feel like I know a lot of people who have just had like I shouldn't say a rough year, but just had like difficulties throughout the years. And they're just thankful. They're just like, yeah, I've been through some shit, but I'm here. And I'm keeping it pushing. So, yeah. Okay. I respect that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I could definitely say somewhat of the same. Like, thankful to still have another year under the belt. Mm -hmm. You know, as you get older, so many things could take you back, uh, knock you down. Um, Things aren't as carefree as it was when you're younger. Yeah. So definitely thankful to still be able to keep spirits high, despite you know the type of year that may be going on, and yeah, fellowship with all the people that you love, having those people come together and eat, be merry, and most likely drink. 
Yeah. So, speaking of um, eating, do you plan on cooking this Thanksgiving? Do I plan on cooking? So I cooked for Friendsgiving. Okay, the, Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Where you were at Thanksgiving. It's in the name giving. It, but uh, it's so I gave. Mm-hmm. And but I, were you friendly? And now you will not get any more. But were you friendly? I was actually very friendly. Hmm, um, interesting. I was incredibly friendly. I brought out a game that everyone enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thankful for that. You, uh, you got some banana pudding. All that barely. Whoa. I had to. I had to scratch and claw for a, a tiny a corner of banana pudding. When well, what were you doing when it was brought out? I was engaging with the people. Like I was, you know, and then they kept calling you AJ, and I'm like, who the fuck is AJ? Like I kept in my mind, I'm like. It just wasn't registering. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, who? And they're like, oh, you're AJ's best friend. And I'm like, I don't know that bitch. But then I thought about it like, oh, okay. Like, is that a thing? Is that a thing? Yeah, it is. How You've never been called AJ for as long as I've known you. Okay, well, for tax purposes, it is AJ. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. Wait. Wait, let me finish laughing because, bitch, I gotta finish my thought. Okay, bitch, you have changed over the years because before I would be like, oh, can you make me blah, blah, blah? You'd be like, yeah, friend, sure. This year, I'm like, can can you make no? Friend, can you make no? Can you? I already cooked for Friendsgiving. That ain't got shit to do with what I'm asking you. You are making a dress name. You are making the dressing, mm-hmm. so so I I would normally host the Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, throwing in another dish isn't that bad. This year is not. It's not, it's not given. It's not. It's not given. I don't like that anymore. It's not given. Um, you'll get select dishes. <laughs> um, you'll get what's on the limited menu. Speaking of dishes, just a sidebar, real quick. We're not having after this. We're not having any more friends over to our house, bitch. We have like three spoons and one and a half forks. Like I don't know what the fuck is going on with our dishes. <laughs> have you checked certain friends for dishes? <laughs> Bring our shit back, please. If you have one of our forks. Please, I don't want to go buy no forks for Black Friday. Bring our shit back. Like, it might be one of those things you might have to just go over and pull open that drawer. Yes. Like, bitch, that fork do not match this set. Like, you, like, bitch, we got some, I, I believe we, when we moved in. I got that fork from Ross. Right. Like, bitch, <laughs> no, we went and got our shit from Target. Bring our shit back. We have, like, like we have all of the plates. Why don't you guys Our cups, too. Because I feel, I, I don't know. I don't know. Our household, we just, and then we always complain about putting our dishes in a dishwasher. When we can just get plastic shit, we get in plastic shit for like, Yeah, tomorrow. get the, get the, you can even get the nice plastics plates and silverware <laughs> from Target. But if you are a friend and you've been to our home and you, the fork may have walked out with you. The fork may have had some Tito's. Well, we don't know, right? Bring our shit back. <laughs> Bring our shit back. Please. Because as I'm doing dishes, I'm like, bruh, how we only got three spoons? 
And then it's not even like three of the big spoons. It's like three big spoons and then like one of the small. Like, how does that happen? And we had like 10 or 12 of them bitches. Like, please. I'm thankful for my friends, but please do the kleptos. Not klepto. Klepto is the person that does fire, right? No, no. it's klepto. Klepto, klepto yeah. is the one who steals. What's what's a, a person? Pyromania. Pyro, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we are thankful for our klepto friends as well. But I, just bring our shit back. I'm not very... I wouldn't be thankful. Well, this, I'm, I'm, you should say, I'm thankful for my friends. Mm-hmm. Not for your problem. Right. There you go. Right. So, yeah, y'all. If y'all could, um, boy, that's a good Christmas gift to get us. Just putting this, putting that out there. Mm. Okay, but yeah. Speaking of building something, uh, there's been a lawsuit building the case. Yeah, there's been a lawsuit from Cassie to Diddy, and it was basically allegations of sexual assault as well as. Uh, I guess another way, grape. I've I've heard that being pronounced that way. Um, yeah, and there was a lot of things in the case that were coming out. Um, basically, some of the I don't even want to go into full detail. But yeah, there's a lot of things that he allegedly did uh, that was kind of messed up, um, including like pictures that were taken, video mm-hmm. um, that was shared of Cassie and other people, X Y Z. And then a day later, um, there was a settlement. Settled. Hmm. How do you feel about that? Hmm. Remember when we, a couple weeks ago, I believe it was a week that we had the issues where we couldn't record, so we recorded over, like, in a different way. Remember that? We talked about this. And we talked about, like, there has to be something that when he was making his artist sign the NDAs, there has to be something that's coming down a pipeline that we don't know about that has to be happening. Voila. Yeah. Like, when you think about it, <clears throat> it's extremely sad and unfortunate. Now, um... I don't I don't necessarily know what exactly like nobody no nobody I I'm not just going to include women in this no person should ever be made to do things sexually against their will and regardless of like how much power an individual has. And just hearing some of the stories that people have already said about Diddy as it like pertains to Cassie is sickening. Like there was the the whole reasoning behind like why she shaved shaved her head when I forgot who was talking. Um I think it was like Cameron or something like that. They said like they was at a party and it's all like Diddy saw, like, this white lady, you know, and she had half her head shaved, but he was just, like, really, like, intensely staring at this lady and, like, just turned to Cassie and was like, you shaving your head, like, you shaving half of your head tomorrow. And the person asked Cassie, like, they thought that Diddy was just, like, kind of bullshitting, and they asked Cassie, like, you know, you gonna do that? And she basically said, like, you know, Whatever he wants, he kind of gets. 
and I, I mean like when as people are like telling their stories, there's been signs that something was off. Remember I told you and we was like, no, you shouldn't say that. I told you like people who are talented and come in and come into a certain amount of money, they always have something brewing. And you was like, no, that's not true. And you was naming like Jesse McCartney. I I think you said that people who have money are usually crazy. Yeah. This is helping my case. Is this crazy or is this like narcissism? Both, I think. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's, there's other ones. Another alleged story where she had implants and apparently he didn't like the way they looked. Like, and he was basically trying to force the doctor to change the implants the day after, which is, you know, for anyone who is knows anything about surgery or even medical care in general, you cannot do a surgery the day after. Yeah. Like, you have to allow things to heal. So there's just so much about this. And there's obviously a lot of people in the industry who know some things about it, who don't, but... um if they're under Diddy's umbrella, which he, you know, he owns a lot of things, people are being silent. Like, um, what's that guy's name? The podcaster, Joe Button. Joe Button. Mm-hmm. Where he said he made comments but had to cut him out. Yeah. To not be involved in it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have been speaking up. Aubrey O'Day wasn't speaking up. Aubrey O'Day has made it her mission to take Diddy down. And I'm here for it. Which I feel like she, you know, she's always been someone who has been pretty outspoken when it comes to him. Yeah. And, like, making it clear that, like, she did not fuck with the way that he operated, even from the making the band show. She was very much like, no, I'm standing up. I'm not just doing whatever you want me to do. Which is completely opposite from any of the artists that he wants under him. Yeah, it it and, and it's it's interesting. Um, I I feel like I don't want to say protection, but I feel like some of the people who are the most vocal about stuff, like a Joe Budden, um, they kind of haven't been saying too much, and that just lets you know, like when someone does have like that power over individuals. Like, I would be, to be honest, Diddy is probably, like, one of the most terrifying people because he just, he just seems like he's always up to something. And I hate that this young lady, who just seems to be, like, one of the sweetest people, regardless of, like, if people feel like she had talent or not, she was like uh, she was influential like she made things popular she made it like she she was just a bad bitch and i hate that like if if it is true that he made her go in and like get implants and then take them out i hate that that happened because she was one of the people that i felt like I know I looked at her as like, oh my God, she's so natural. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's just a natural, pretty gal. 
Um, so it sucks to hear, you know, that this has went on. But this is like, there's a whole kind of like dark side when it comes to Diddy that I feel like it's going to come out soon. Yeah, because there's all the allegations of some of his young artists that he had under him, yeah. like Usher, like Justin Bieber, um, and how he kind of handled that. And then there was also some of the things that they've said about, you know, parties that have been had. And, you know, Cassie definitely lifted the lid on a lot of stuff. And, yeah. You know, people took this opportunity to really speak up and say their piece. So it's interesting how this has kind of been basically shut down with the settlement, pretty much. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't obviously close it completely. That still allows people, if they want to, to come forward. But how do you feel about her um, doing the settlement? Um, <clears throat> I, I feel like I can't feel a way about it because this happened to her. And if she felt like that was the best route to go, then so be it, right? Um, but I selfishly, I would have loved for a trial to happen. So if he is a monster, these certain things can come out and certain thing and certain people can step forward. But I also understand that if this goes to trial, not only she she would be well, it was a civil. Okay, so I'm not necessarily sure if it would have gone to trial. I don't think so. Yeah, but you you know, I hope she got more than what she expected. I hope you know she was able to kind of receive this, and then maybe all she wanted was that you know that weight off of her shoulders. Like, hey, this person did this to me. Sometimes it's just the to start the conversation. Yeah, Um, and then too, sometimes you have to. To acknowledge it. And I think that maybe that's what she was doing, just acknowledging the fact that, hey, this happened. And this happened to me. And I'm trying to move forward. Cause she's she's married. She has some, you know, beautiful babies. Now she's it seems like she's moving on with her life. And this is kind of like um end of that chapter. Yeah. I would love to hear from Ryan Leslie too. The producer who introduced Cassie, because if I'm not mistaken, he was like head over heels in love for her and then with her. And then did he kind of like came in and swept, swept her off her feet? Swooped? Yeah, swept swept her. Yeah. Off um, her feet. I mean, there's a lot of people I would love to hear from. Obviously, you know, there's people that have been very close to him. Just like we've heard from Will Smith's former assistant. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's people that have been within Diddy's circle that, you know, have been there and then moved out and then probably have a whole story to tell. How do you feel about um, Young Miami? I knew that that was coming up. No comment. Because at the same time, it's kind of hard to tell someone that they need to comment on something when they were not there, you know? So there's only so much that she can actually provide in that space. But as someone who is with that person, you really do want to know. That's like, another how person. Do you, yeah, how, you know, like, what do you? What's your take on it? You how know do you saying? feel about these allegations? Because you know, yeah, she's usually a lot vocal about everything else. So it's like, okay, what's your thoughts? Like, I know this is kind of like your cash cow. This was the way that you were kind of, you know, 
not saying that she's not being successful on her own, but you know, with Diddy, he has money. And what what are your thoughts? And I also think like maybe it's not fair for us to ask her so soon what her thoughts was, because this could be a complete surprise to her. He could be a completely different person to her than he was to Cassie, than he was to Kim Porter, than he was to JLo. You know what I'm saying? So he could be a different person. I think Diddy, again, is one of those people who, you know, the goal of this podcast, of course, is to blow up, be on every network possible. But, bitch, if I see him, I'm running. I am running the other way because there's there's just something to me with for him. There's kind of like this dark cloud that just kind of like follows him. And I think because we saw how mean and how like surly he could be on making the band. And I'm like, but that's not it. You know, like, it has to be something else, like, a little sinister there. And then these reports come out, and it's like, damn, okay. Yeah. I mean, even beyond this specifically, there's so many other things that he's tied to negatively. Yeah. I mean, we have Tupac. We have Biggie. And it's just like, you know, when you're at the center of so many negative things, yeah, you're right. It is kind of like a dark cloud that's over your presence, and people really do have to look at you sideways. No matter what you portray, no matter if you're the, the Ciroc king or whatever, whatever, you know, yeah. people are always, there's certain people that are always going to be like, hey, you know, I don't really trust the air, the aura that you're bringing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, amazing that she was able to get this, you know, payout. I hear that it was a pretty large amount. So that's good. Hopefully, Sis got her money. Yeah. They definitely was able to receive a nice amount for that. I I hope that it's also allows anyone else who, you know, has to deal with this to be able to come forward. It's just a really it's one of those situations where like you want to talk about it, but then you don't want to spread like misinformation. You want to make sure you're being respectful about it. Like, you don't want to crack any jokes or anything like that. Like, you don't want to be like, hi, I told you that nigga was blah, blah, blah. You know, like, because there's somebody who is attached to this. And that sucks that that has happened to her. And I wish her nothing but the best moving forward. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, she gets everything that she needs in this time and continues to continues to move forward. Yeah. That's the biggest thing you can hope for is that when you have someone that has gone through abuse or, you know, sexual assault, things like that, you hope that they are able to move forward and experience peace. So hopefully this being out, this being lifted off her shoulders, not having to run around and not speak on it for so long um, allows her to do that. Yeah. Speaking of yeah, people you know, just moving forward. Yeah, and people being allowed to do things. Um, Big Lotto or Lotto, uh, she recently did an interview for XXL magazine, and I thought it was extremely interesting. Um, as she touched on um, how the fans can sometimes engineer rap beef among the women in hip hop. Um, and she is quoted as saying, you know, they basically, they'll turn you against each other. Um, 
she went on to say, um, I think it is really, um, I think it really don't be a problem until we let fans or stands, whatever you want to call them, um, like the outsiders once they get in the mix. I think that's what stirs the pot. Um, then she also is quoted as saying, um, because it's like we all um, be fans of each other and commenting and following each other or whatever. But then once they get to comparing, they would turn us against each other, um, which is very weak minded of us as female rappers. I found that quote to be extremely interesting um, because I felt like that's what Big Lotto did to Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Yeah. Elaborate. Well, when the whole thing went down, I felt like there were so many people. And 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 I, I I before I get there, I have to say this. There is a difference between fans and stands. Um I feel well, and then there's also kind of like this sector of stands too. You just have some bitches that's just crazy. Like some of you bitches need a life. These people don't know you. They don't know you. You're not on their payroll. Like, they're not saying, oh, you know, I'm so thankful for such and such, such and such on Twitter. Like, they, they don't. So they get in these other people's inbox and they say like, oh, you you just kissing ass because you want a feature. Or you just kissing ass because blah, blah, blah. Like, you can only take so much. Um, Another example. <laughs> Cash Doll, shout out to Detroit. Um, she went on to say, you know, every time, you know, like she's been hacked, she's pretty sure it's been the barbs. Like, even though she has said, I love Nicki Minaj, I can't wait to work with her, you know, and then after a while, she's like, fuck it, I'm not kissing nobody's ass. Like, you know, like, I'm, I'm not doing this with y'all. Like, I'm not doing it with y'all. But I could definitely see where Lotto is coming from. I would hope that more people are able to see that now. Yeah, I mean, there is obviously an element of crazed fans that will take things to levels that, you know, are insane. Yeah. I would also say that People, some celebrities kind of play into it, and it's not just the fans. Same. Yeah. And I I think that's part of the issue. You could easily tell your people that follow you or whatever way earlier in your career, um, chill the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because the shit that y'all are doing is unacceptable. But I think people wait till... People are literally almost jumping off a building for you to be like, oh, you guys, y'all need to chill. You know, I love you. Peace and love. Hugs and kisses. Um, But I don't want you guys to get hurt. It's been five years in your career. You've now built your fan base to this level. Just because they're devoted and you wanted all this love and attention, blah, blah, blah. You overlooked a lot of issues that were brewing underneath the surface. So, but it, there's also a way of doing it because I feel like the way that Doja Cat kind of handled her fans was, you know, fucked up. Yes, and clearly not a way you speak to people who are paying for you to be in the place. Well, actually, a lot of fans don't even pay anymore because we stream music pretty yeah. much. So, but I mean, they still go to tours. And yeah, stuff like that. yeah. 
Um, but basically people who are keeping you at a status. Yeah. So it, it's a little bit of both. It's like, yeah, fans can definitely do it, but the celebrities could also play a part in it as well. Yeah, and I, I think, like, it's not fair for us to expect all of these girls to be friends. That's not realistic. Same with the guys. It's a lot of rap beef that's happening with the guys that be behind closed doors. We don't expect them to come out and be like, oh, Drake got to get along with Kendrick Lamar, and they have to be seen with J. Cole, and they have to be seen with Big Sean, and they have to be seen with Jay-Z, and, and Kanye got to be somewhere. We don't do that with them. Well, for Mel... For male rap, oh, excuse me. For male rap, is there really like beefs? Like so, because obviously in the early two thousand, you know, Fifty Cent was everywhere trying to beef with everybody. Yeah, Ja Rule, he was beefing with the game, and then he even beefed with Eminem for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely like rap beefs that's brewing. Um, because you can't really call like Drake. Well, no, like Drake is. Kind of beefing with Kendrick Lamar. And then there was kind of some stuff with J. Cole. But I, I'm assuming him and Drake cleared that up because they was just on a song together. But it kind of just been like, okay. Not these the rap girlies windmilling. Yeah, you know, like it's, they, these it's certain not the people, same, though. I mean, for us, maybe not. Not the nefariously typing in the notes app just to post it online. I don't Is that really beef? I don't know. The only person who I could really say in recent years has given the energy of beef has been like some of the Atlanta rappers. Yeah. Like not the ones that said, like caught on like Rico charges and shit like that. Yeah. The ones who've been killing each other? Yeah. Those. Yeah. Those are the ones I can say, okay, there's, there's, you know, there's beef there. <laughs> yeah, it's beef that motherfuckers is dead. Like, yeah. Like, rest in peace, but. Um, Oh, and I can say, yeah, so those would be the ones. Soldier Boy a little bit, but that's just because of, like, substances, you know. Very true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I can't really say, like, the the main, almost, like, R&B rappers, you know, Kendrick Lamar. Um, I don't want to say R&B rappers, but, like, you know, not quite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hood. Not quite hood rapper, but rappers you know mainstream rapper i guess you could say it's exhausting to like it's just not realistic first let me say this i want the fans to chill the fuck out because i do want another iconic ladies night type of record from these girls but who would you want on the record? See, that's the thing. These none of these bitches get along. If I have four, I mean, we have. So we have that one song with Nicki and Cardi. That motorcycle. but they was taking shots at each other then. But that's that's doesn't matter. The song is immensely popular. Yes, but can I just say this? Hell, even um, how the I think it was like Christina Aguilera and somebody didn't get along on that um, not Ladies Night, but Pink, the, Lady yeah. Amon. Yes. Yeah. So they they didn't get along, but they did yeah. the song. I true. Um, when Nicki Minaj said, "Watch your man, then you should watch your mouth," I feel like that was one of like the most disrespectful bars ever, considering what that man has taken Cardi B through. 
since then. However, I mean, you could say the same thing. Yeah, like they, like they, these girls. This is why I say I want them to be friendly, but I want them to take fucking shots at each other because then. So you want them beefing? I don't want them beefing, but I want them challenging each other. Why would they? Why would they do that? Why not? Like why not? Well, I mean, isn't the point? Okay, of, but isn't see, the point of like you never played sports? Isn't your point of ladies' night? You never like, played sports. Everybody did coming you? together. Yes, but you never played sports. Yes. I'm not talking about ladies' nights. I'm talking. Even about on the sports, you're on a sports team with teammates. Right, but if if me and you were going uh, going against each other, bitch, just because you're my friend, you think I'm not going to go hard at you? I'm sorry. Are you on the opposite team? Yes. Okay, well, but even <laughs> even when you're on the same team, like no, like I really want you to listen to me, bitch. Stop laughing. Even when you're on the same team, when you practice, you have to practice hard against that person, so that way you're making them better for when they step out into the game. Yes. So I'm not going to take it easy on you because we're friends Did and we're on the same practice, team. But when we get on the so actual. You- like to play, right? We're together. We're together, right? And that's why. So even if you got, but beef that's what with that, you're literally saying what I'm saying. If you got uh, beef, you don't like that girl, whatever, whatever. Ladies' night, we're on the record. That's what I'm saying. Yes, but I but want, them, want to them to go them hard. I don't want. When I was saying, I want them to take shots at each other. I mean, like their individual records. But when they get to ladies' night, I want them to be like, okay, no, this bitch is not about to updo. Like, no, now this bitch, I heard so that first. Want, blah, blah, blah. Like, you want Nikki to be like, watch your man, then you. Should watch your mouth. Not on ladies' night. And then when it gets to ladies' night, be like, okay, girl, let's do this. Yes. Later. Yes. Okay. Because why can't you get over that? The guys do it all the time. Okay. Why can't they get up? They, and they can get over it. But if I had my, are we picking four people for ladies' night? Actually, the, the guys now are a little sassy. They, they are sassy. Get, they do not get on records with each other anymore. They like are. That. They're very sassy. Are we, we're doing four female rappers for ladies' night? Okay, four. Okay. So, Nikki. Megan, Doja, and uh, the last one is really hard. But I was at Azealia Banks. So you're not really unifying anybody. Them hoes don't get along. Doja get along with two of them. Megan and Nikki is still beefing. Azealia Banks don't Oh, I didn't hear you say Megan. Wait, go over it. Yeah, I said Nikki... Megan, uh, Doja, and then why, why is Cardi not there? You asked me my four. Okay, but the whole point of Ladies Night was to unify, and if we don't have different women from different sides, because I'm not I'm not invested in the Cardi B Nicki Minaj beef because I don't have a problem with that beef. I have an issue with the Megan and Nicki beef, and I want that to come to an end. Okay. Okay, so I would say uh, Nicholas um, Lotto, okay, Megan, and actually Dolce, Dolce, Dolce. Okay, she would bring something different to mm-hmm. me. I just think. I think when you put Azealia on there, she's going to be the one that's like, that's her time to shine. Because Azealia Banks was supposed to be the it girl. 
So you want you want to fight at this? I don't want to fight. I want bitches that's gonna make these other bitches step their pins up. Okay, so I so if she records at a different location, and you know, oh, like the Janet Jackson, so excited where she's on the TV, <laughs> like Kaya, yeah. Okay, that could work. She can't, I just, yeah. she, she can't be with everybody else because you already know how that's going to go down. I just feel like that would be epic. I feel like that would be epic. You know, I, I want to give her her props 100%, but I cannot see her in the studio with everybody else, unfortunately. It's going to be um, Zoom recording mastered into the track. <sighs> but, that you know, that it does give a little funk, um, a little bit of something different. Yeah, it could be dope. Yeah, I can see that. Same with Dolce. I hope I'm standing. I think, I think it's Dolce. Yeah. I think she's just a really cool girl. Yeah, she and her her album is really good too. Yeah, I think she's like one of those in the makings, like up and coming. I really do. Now, really who would do. who would you have on a fellas night track? Ooh, good question. Um. Drake, Kendrick, Rod Wave, Drake, Kendrick, Rod Wave. I need somebody that's kind of like outside the box. Damn. Drake, Kendrick, Rod Wave. I think Rod Wave would... I know what I'm thinking of, but I can't. I guess little baby. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that could work. Um, I'm you know I'm gonna go a little controversial. Okay. The baby. Okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Saucy Santana. Uh. You said, okay. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, ASAP Rocky. You're just throwing people out there. No, like, I feel like that could work. And future. That's a problematic-ass studio session. It is, but that's the whole point of the track, is to bring people together. So you bring, um, you, you bring a little homo, you bring a little homophobic. <gasps> And um, you see what see what comes together. Yeah. Huh. Speaking of coming together, <laughs> Marlon Wayne's um, famous, of course, for being a part of the historically funny Wayne's family. Um, recently, um, let it be known that you know he came out to support his trans son, um, and he's getting you know really high remarks from various LGBTQ groups. Um, he basically was, you know, publicly talk, publicly talking about um, his own learning process as a parent um, and how he can, you know, better um, himself and get to know more information about the process that his, you know, son is currently going through. Um, you know, so he was applauded by the National Center for Transgender Equality, the National Center for Lesbian Rights, and the LGBT centers in San Francisco and Los Angeles. Um, 
you know, this is his oldest child. Um, and he has transitioned. Um, he's 23 years old. Um, so what what are I hate to say like what are your thoughts because in the grand scheme of things, what we think really don't fucking matter when it comes to this case. But how do you feel about this situation? So I think it's kind of cool that he has so I don't know if you did you say that he also has like a show on this as well, a comedy show? Mm-mm. Yeah, so he has a comedy show talking about his acceptance of his son and how that has kind of changed his perspective. He talks about how he originally started out, you know, not quite on the same page with it uh, to where he is now, where he's completely accepting. Well, he's still growing. So he says he's still growing, still learning how to, you know, make sure he's saying the right pronouns and stuff like that. But I feel like that's very realistic for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I've, I honestly feel like some people, it's hard to say, but I feel like sometimes we don't give people grace in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, yeah, this was their their child. And however they raised the child at one point, they're now different. So I think it's important to give people grace as long as they are accepting and loving of you. And I think the biggest thing is that he loves his child. Yeah. And I, I haven't seen the special yet. I do want to see it. I want to see how he does. Um there have been some people who kind of feel a little iffy about it because it is a comedy special. You know, there's going to be laughs and there's going to be possibly jokes at the expense of this transformation. But it is his story. And as a comedian, sometimes we or we <laughs> as a comedian, <laughs> sometimes people tell their story through jokes. Um, and that's how they can relate to others and how they can get other people to relate to them is through jokes and have a better understanding of where they're coming from. So. And I feel like um, this is another topic where I'm always a little bit hesitant on touching because I'm not a part of the transgender community. Um, However, I feel like we have some shared experiences. Um, For instance, like you, you said, you know, he people feel like he may be making fun of it, but that may be his way to process this because he's already accepted the fact that, okay, my child wants to be and and is right a a, a male now, so he has to grieve the loss of the daughter that he's known for twenty some odd years. Because that person, that's not the same person anymore. Um, And I think sometimes, um, even when it comes to, you know, I kind of hate to kind of like cheat her back. But when you come out as like gay and you want to be like, but this is who I am. This is like, we got to give people time to accept that. And they have to accept that. We can't be like, oh, you got an issue with me being X, Y, and Z. Like, no, like they're human. They have to process all of this. Like, it doesn't mean they love you any less. Now, in some cases, that could potentially be it. Yeah. But, you know, we got to give them that grace. Yeah. So if if it's like that person is like, you know, I don't accept you. Then, yeah, you could you have all the right to, you know, excommunicate X, Y, Z, step away. But if it's someone that's like, I love you as my child, I want you still in my life. I want to be able to understand. I want to know more. Yeah. Then. Yeah, it's okay to give that grace, and you gotta, you just gotta give them that that time that we was talking about. Um, I can only 
imagine what it would be like for me to grow up, what for me to have a child, for me to kind of plan or like think of, you know, how I, you know, what this child's life is going to be like. And then for something to kind of like, oh, no, this is why it's not in your hands. Like you can't, you know, like have that dream, have those aspirations taken away from you, but also still letting this individual know like, hey, this may not have, this may not be the life that I saw for you, but that doesn't mean that I'm going to love you any less. And I think it's really dope that people like Dwayne Wade, who, you know, um, with his daughter, as she, you know, transitioned, um, is coming out in support and saying like, hey, this is, you know, it's it's tough and you got to educate yourself and you got to be willing um, to have the uncomfortable conversations. And I think that's what is currently going on. And it's good to have people in mainstream, in mainstream media, like out there that's dealing with stuff like this. So people can see like, you know what, this ha- this is happening frequently. And, you know, we just have to give it time, lead with grace, lead with love, try to understand as much as possible um, and and hopefully everybody comes to a consensus where they all can agree on just we just want individuals to be happy. Yeah. So I mean, I would love to see the special when it comes out. I don't, do you know when it comes out? I don't. I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, I just remember him announcing it. Yeah. So I'll I'll check it out when it does come out. Probably will be on Netflix and see how it goes. But yeah. You know, it's it's important for when parents say, hey, you know, I'm trying to support my child as best as I can in whatever way I can. Yeah, we love that. We yeah. love that journey. Yeah. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break and then we'll be right back. Yes. Hey, guys, it's Amir. Thanks for tuning in. You can find Road Dogs podcast episodes and interviews on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify platforms. You can also see our latest updates and when episodes drop on our Twitter and Instagram page. Be sure to tell a friend to follow and support your Road Dogs. Now back to the show. And we are back. We are back and we are going to jump right into the Twitter online culture. The word is version of our podcast. And sometimes people just need to shut the fuck up. Um, And I only preference that because uh, a gentleman on Twitter or X um, said, I'm 30 and I have six sex partners. None of y'all can say that. The whole block and their homies done had y'all. Community body count having ass. Mind you, he tweeted this at four o'clock in the morning. What had to be on his mind to tweet that? Um, What? uh, What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on on this gentleman and his disdain for people who've had bodies? I think that I think it's an archaic thinking 
mm-hmm. you know um you should if you you have to think about it in like kind of a natural way like you know mountains you know you don't you don't have tunnels in mountains unless you had you know it's been ran through There wouldn't be roads unless they were, you know, ran through. Um, so you know, yeah, I I just don't, (laughs) I don't think it's a big of a deal as people make it. Um, interesting that some people are still very loud and proud with this. Uh, but hey, good for him, right? I mean, the thing is, I don't yuck anybody's yum if. A person wants to go out and have sex with six different people on a Tuesday night. And then four on a Thursday. And then to top it off, bitch, let's do a solid 10 Saturday and Sunday. Let's go out with a bang. Bitch, that's your body. That's your choice. Like, you can do whatever you want to do with it. You can do it. And... I think this way of thinking can be like extremely dangerous because it's kind of like, uh, oh, bitch, I've only had sex with six people. And you got to be careful what you put on there because people were saying, you know, I can see why you only had six people. And blowing up his pictures and sending them, you know, and, and stuff like that. So I think you have to be careful with what you put out there. And people was asking a lot of good questions in, in this. Somebody said... I can I genuinely ask what this is for? Like, does this get you VIP or something in heaven? Um, like, what does this actually do for y'all? You know, like, what does it? What does it do? Like, I mean, yeah, there there might be VIP section. You never know. Like, but you had six bodies, and he not married. So, I mean, would he be in a VIP section? Yeah, and he's homosexual. Yeah, that's so true. we. I mean, we really don't know where our section is. If we being quite honest, we don't know where anybody's section is. Yeah. I think, yeah. Because, I mean, he said, like, oh, I only had six people. A bitch that only been with one person can be like, bitch, I only have one. You ran through gutter butt hoe. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> like, you know, like, it's always, it's always just, I don't know. Like, I just feel like. Yeah, I mean, six is already two six less from Satan. So I mean, you're not really doing. I don't know where you think you're high, highly flavored, sir. Right. I just stuff like that just makes me think like people be like attention seeking. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely. I mean, jokes aside, it was definitely uh, an attention seeking type of post. Um, you know, and it for so many things that we kind of talk about when it comes to sexual, you know fluidity and how people decide to express themselves like Mm -hmm. why are you waving a flag to say that you have like who cares yeah who cares unless it's somebody that's actually dating you or approaching you and they have something that they have their own personal restrictions which is personally fine if you want to be with someone who has only had four bodies or whatever or one body or two bodies or half a body if they're into necrophilia then that's okay that's you you know and you can have those restrictions if you want. But it doesn't mean that everyone has to follow along with that. Nor do they have to choose you. As you can see, only six people have so far. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a little, yeah, it's a little silly. I don't even know how this got viral. I don't know who was even following this man's page to bring this to everyone's attention. But 
Yeah. Yeah, I think it was one of those things where it's just like, bitch, it's Thanksgiving. Like, damn. Yeah. Like, if I want to give a nigga this pie, like, let me, like, bitch, let me be able to, if I want to get a nigga some cake, let me kill like, Right, right. Yeah. Your honors get deleted on the new year anyways. That is, um... That's mad. That is something. That's mad. Yeah. So, I mean, just, I just, I just want people to worry about themselves. When it, when it comes to, like, sex and what somebody chooses to do, just worry about yourself. I feel like that's that's such a good way to end it. Yeah. Just worry about yourself. Or just, it wasn't even, and then what's weird, it wasn't even a conversation about being smart or being protected or anything like that or taking precautions or anything like that. It was just, I had six bodies. Okay. Like, like what else? What, what does right, that mean? Right, right. You're, this is not even like a health disclaimer or anything like that. It's just saying you have six bodies. In what way did you have those six bodies? Like, you know, how important is this yeah. conversation? Like, and then what if you had six bodies, but bitch, they ran through you for hours? Like, people can be like, oh my God, you had, you had, sex, you had sex for 45 minutes? You whore. Yeah. Like, you wide open, like your pussy's like the Grand Canyon. Like, you know, it's just, it's just so much. Is there so many layers there? Yeah. Because, I mean, if if you had six bodies back to back. Right. Does that not make you a. Like, bitch, what if you had six bodies the same day? That's true. Yeah. Then what? Like, bitch, that's just the number. Well, I think if you do it in the same day, it resets the next day. It gets deleted. It, get, it gets deleted. It does get deleted. And it, I think even if you have, like, more than bo- more than one body in you. It only counts yeah. as one. Yeah. Like, what if he had... That's a good... See, these are the questions we need to ask him. Yeah. Because if you have more than one, like, bitch, does that count as one? Because then if that if you did that twice, then, bitch, you would have, like, what, eight? Five? Exactly. Like, double penetration only counts as one if you didn't moan. Okay. Yeah. And so we just want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Um, worry about your own bodies. Very true. Yeah. Worry about yourself. And if you made um, any type of pie, feel free to, you know, drop a comment. I am always available to come and pick up a plate. If you made ham, if you made ham, I feel like I said this last year on last year's show. Did I? I do. If you made ham, please feel free to contact me. Because I want enough food to last into Christmas. Now, here's the thing. You, every year, you know, you request ham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you you don't take the effort to just go out and buy it. Right, 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 right. So what? what's up with that? Because why would I buy it if people have already bought it? But as you can see, no one ever does. They do. Did you Last year, I racked, racked up on ham. Bitch, are you playing? I had a plate full. And I'm gonna have a plate full this year. Like, quit playing with me. When it, I am the ham burglar. Do you know there's a honey baked ham store like right? Down I do know, and you know it's a honey baked ham store right up there. And you being my friend, you should know. But let me get this bitch some ham so he can stop begging on air. Or you could get your own ham. No, that's that not. Was, that's because not. That's not the same. Because you don't bring anything else. So how about you? I bring do. A ham? I bring charisma, not uniqueness, nerve, and talent. I do. I bring charisma. 
I bring the entertainment. I bring the laughs. I bring the joy. Like, what I lack in preparing the food, I make sure you're having a good time while you're there. Well, the thing is, the Honey Bake store, Honey Bake Ham store, mm-hmm. it's already prepared. That's that's fine. So then you don't even need to prepare anything. My goal... You just need to prepare your wallet. Okay, between now and next year, my goal is for us to get a deal with Honey Bake Ham. So that way they provide our hams for next Thanksgiving. So check back with us. Honey Baked Ham for our adult podcast. Yes. Where we just talked about it. As their sponsor. That's fine. That's fine. What do you think they sticking at them? Uh, Never mind. Yes. Some, yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah. We, I mean, for a small sector of the community, we, yeah, our, uh, that Venn diagram of Honey Baked, honey baked Ham stuffers and... uh Listeners of the 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 Roll Dodge podcast, it's 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 a tight circle, but it it, it does overlap. Sit on it. <laughs> <laughs> so you all can listen to or follow us on oh, social media. Three seventy five. Follow us on Instagram, Road Dogs Podcast, on Twitter, Road Dogs Pod. And they can also follow us where, Amir? Oh, yes, our podcast hosting. So you can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. If you set up those notifications, you'll be notified as soon as an episode drops. Yes, so we thank you all for being with us today. And you enjoy your Thanksgiving and happy holidays. Yes, happy holidays. Bye.